how to dance. And I feel like if you just dance a little bit, get that little shake <laughs> and get back to writing and just don't quit. And welcome to Balancing the Hats. This is a place where we come and we share the stories of men and women all across the world, the world from all walks of life. And we talk about their struggles, their successes, their failures, and things that they wish they knew. And every once in a while, I also like to talk to persons who share my similar interests in writing, photography, and music. And that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. We're going to be getting below the service, and we're going to be talking to Larianne Unique Davis. Larianne was born and raised in New Orleans, New Orleans, LA, and she served in the United States Air Force working logistics. She's been in the military for almost seven years, and she's also in school seeking a bachelor's in healthcare administration. Two fun facts that she shared with me is that she loves to, to dance, especially Zumba, and she has traveled to over 12 countries so far. Can you tell me about these 12 countries that you've visited? Hi, yes, I can. So um, just a few of them that I can tell you about is I've been to Italy. They have amazing food, a lovely atmosphere. Nice. I also went to Spain. Um, Spain has an amazing dish called paella. Oh, my God, I love it. I stayed in the UK for about two years. So I was in London. Um, what else I can say? I went to Germany briefly. Um, I went to so many culinary islands. It's just like nonstop Korea, South Korea. I wish I could have went to Barbados. But <laughs> <laughs> There's still time. One of these days, one of these days, you can come down and visit and you can taste the cuckoo and flying fish. You put it in cells and that kind of stuff. So for sure. Yes, I'm definitely going to manifest that one. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds great. Sounds great. Okay. So we're here to talk to you because you are a writer and you recently published a book. Can you tell us a bit about, about your book? Yes. So my book is called Sandra the Manifest Queen. It's a kid's book. And I dedicated this book to my sister who had passed away. So Sandra the Manifest Queen is about a young girl who had to overcome self-doubt while manifesting her dream life. It touches a little bit about saving, investing, and how she pushes through obstacles using her the power of affirmations. Um, she's a little brown girl with a very creative mind. And my sister, by her passing away, I loved, I loved her so much. I wanted to dedicate this book for her. And I put it as Sandra. So that's how I got the name. But it's all about inspiring kids, getting them to think outside the box and overcoming limited beliefs. Oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. So I guess um, you would have said your sister passed. I'm so sorry to hear that. And she was the main inspiration then for you and, and your book about Sandra. Yes, she was. Yes, she was. <laughs> okay, cool. So tell me, how long have you been how long have you been writing? So writing for me started last year during the COVID pandemic, actually. I had a lot of free time while working in London. I was remote work, so for safety reasons. So we had a lot of time to just find ourselves then. So 
I looked at how the world was hurting and I wanted to figure out a way to be a part of the solution. So I was just researching different ways that what things people were going through, finances were one of them, um, just lack of positivity was one of them. So I was already really good, really into finance. So by me being into finance, I was like, oh my God, I want to create something financial to share with the world, to help them during these times. And yeah. I had a, I had a, a course that I created and then I, then I was like, no, I want to do more. I want to do like a book or something. And so I decided to write because I had, a, I actually had a dream. It was crazy. I had a dream about this book and I had a dream about how I wanted it to be. And if initially it was just going to be about finances and getting people to invest. And I was like, uh, reach one, teach one. Who, who would I want to have this book or who, what age would I want to have this book if I was younger, when I was younger? And I was like, okay, so this is the age. So kids book like eight or nine, 10, whatever. I wanted to start young because I wanted to get this message out young because I wish I would have knew this information when I was younger. So it started out to just be um, a book about finances and investing. And then it went further than that. I, I wanted to do more than just talk strictly about that. I wanted to do something that inspired kids, that motivated kids. So during the night, during last year, when I had this, this vision to do this, I I brainstormed how I wanted it done. I kind of uh, wrote, I wrote it down in paragraph form. And like, I was like, I didn't even know I was going to become a writer, to be honest. I was just like, I wanted to get this message out. And I thought the most creative way to do it was to do a kid's book. So okay. that's what made me start writing it last year. And I just completely, it was just paragraphs after paragraphs. Like I just wrote it all <laughs> in like, what, a couple days? Maybe not even a couple days, actually a couple hours. <laughs> uh. Wow, that that is fantastic. I know there would be a lot of people who are very envious of you in terms of have wanted to write books for years and they never got around to it. So I'm really happy to hear that, you know, you were inspired and you just you just got to it. So was there like a set time that you would say, okay, I'm gonna write between this time and this time? Was there a set hours or it was just okay, I I just need to get this all done and I'm just gonna write? Yes, it was more like uh, I just need to get this done because to be honest with you, like, like I said, this started last year. So this was a year in the making. And my mindset was like, just get it done. You want to push something out. You want to have a positive impact. You want to be a part of the solution. You have to get this done. So it was like a mental thing for me. Like I wanted to do it for the greater good in a sense. So that's what motivated me and pushed me to keep going. And I just Whatever I thought about it, I just wrote it down and I just continued to write it down and just came off the paragraph after paragraph after paragraph. And then I had to convert it into a story. But yeah, like I, I tell anybody, if you're thinking about doing something, then just go for it. Like what Nike say, just do it. I, I'm a firm believer that just just do what you say you want to do and you will be like rewarded in the end. It feels so good knowing that I finally accomplished it. Nice. That That's fantastic. So. What was your days like when you were writing it? You just got up, got some coffee or, or got some tea or something, and then you just went straight behind the computer and started typing it out. What was it like? Yeah, so I, I woke up in the morning. I do my, my normal tea. At that time, I was heavy on like the little detox. So I drank the little detox tea. I'll do my Zumba workout so I can just be at like this peak state. Like, And I'll do my gratitude and then after I did my gratitude, I just began to just continue to write, write those paragraphs okay. down. 
And that's really kind of how I started my day because, like I said, we were remote work, so I had so much free time to like right. just be calm within myself, do things that make me happy, and it opened me up more to want to write and express myself. Okay. So, how was the process then for you in terms of turning it, turning those photo, photo um, those paragraphs into story form? How was that part? Okay, so that was the self doubt part. I was like. I cannot, I'm not an author. Like, what am I doing? I told myself this, like, even though I told myself, keep writing, keep writing, keep writing. It was time to turn what I was writing into a story that was relatable for kids. And I don't have any children. I have a niece, but by me being military, I'm so far away from her. So I was like, how can I, me, resonate or like get into a children's mind or make me relatable to them? And I'm like, I can't do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Why am I doing this? So it was a lot of self-doubt. So what I had to do to convert it is I had to reach out for help, to be honest with you. Um, I was doing research on how to write kids books and what to have in there. And I made sure I had these things, but I still had a lot of big words, you know, like I couldn't resonate with the kids. So I reached out to um, a platform called Fiverr and I was looking for kid writers. I was like, you guys, you write books. I'm tired of with this self-doubt and beat myself up. I'm going to seek help. <laughs> so Nothing I reached wrong out. With that. Yes. <laughs> so I reached out to a writer and um I told him I said, leave it just like this. I just want it to be kid friendly. That's it. <laughs> so he he did it. He came back. I obviously we had to go back and forth a little bit to make some um, adjustments to make sure it was just what I wanted it to be. And once we did that part, it, it was it was pretty much a breeze after that. Once we can knit, knit down those edits and he made my vision come to life, but it was also the word, the big words were gone. And, you know, they just say little things that can resonate with kids because I wanted to make sure affirmations were in there. So something they can constantly repeat and remember in their minds. And he he helped me with that beautifully. And that's how I really got that part done. That's fantastic. Um, I know you mentioned the part about self-doubt. And I think because even as a writer myself, I remember initially before I had first published my first book, I used to say that I was an aspiring writer. And I remember two things clearly. My husband got frustrated a day with me saying that. He's like, stop saying you're aspiring. You're a writer. You're writing. You just now need to publish. So stop saying that. And then there was another friend of mine who said, Karina, why do you keep saying aspiring? Once you have started the process of writing, you are a writer. And I think those two saying that at, at two different times, but those two saying that helped to change my mindset of me saying aspiring. And I, I mean, I still had some doubts in between there. And I think it's, I think it's okay for us to have some doubts, but I think what is really crucial is us being able to reach out for help when we know we've, we've hit our limit or we know where we've, we've gotten to a point where we can go no further without help. And I, I don't think anything's wrong with that. So I think that's pretty cool that you reached out to somebody to help them to, as you said, um, help break down the big words and everything like that. So that it could be child friendly um, for little people to be able to, to read and understand what it is that you're you're talking about okay so how did you go about because you said you, you never write written before and all of this happened within a one year span um, how did you go about then publishing your book after writing it after reaching out getting that help to, to, to bring it down for 
well, not bring it down, but bring it into words that little people could understand. How did you go about publishing? Okay, so publishing was, I, I published the book actually from Amazon KDP. So I had to, once again, had to get on YouTube University because like you were talking <laughs> about limited beliefs, my limited beliefs was I doubted myself, right? It's called Sandra the Manifest Queen, overcoming self-doubt on the road to self-discovery for a reason because <laughs> I was uh-huh. I constantly doubted myself. I constantly said, I can't, I can't, I can't. And the moment that the the book was actually rented, written, the uh, the cover was done and everything was done, I was like, okay, I need a platform. <laughs> so I went looking around, seeing where I can put my book. And Amazon KDB, KDP came up as one of the top rated ones to start off for new authors. So I said, okay, let me do this. I love Amazon. I shop there all the time. <laughs> so I did Amazon. <laughs> I did Amazon KDP. And I went through that process. Super easy process, actually. Um once your formatting is right, so that's the tedious part, making sure that it's properly formatted. But once that you get over, overcome that, oh, you are good to go, okay? <laughs> Amazon hooks you up. The book came in. It was flawless, girl. I, like, I, I was just excited. That's when I really knew it was real. <laughs> that's fantastic. I, I, I love that. Because um, seeing it come together, it's, it's all well and good when you're starting to write. Because at first, it's just a manuscript. But then as it starts to form together, you get that book cover and everything. And like you said, because I've used Amazon KDP as well. Um, and I think it is fantastic. So I hope that that those that you who are listening um, and you're interested in starting your own book. I mean, Lorianne has explained how easy it is when you set your mind to it and you stick with it and you keep going. And then for Amazon, like she said, all the shopping there, I shop there as well. Um to see it come to life and, and to just, they have a lot of laid out instructions and everything like that. So once you get through the formatting and you don't give up in the middle during the formatting phase, because it, it is a tedious phase to go through making sure everything is laid out correctly and everything like that. But if you're going to do it, you know, you want you, you want it to be the best possible. Um, and Amazon is definitely an easy layout to be able to, to get started with that. So I think that's really, really great. And I really like that you're, you were inspired to write the book because of your sister, but it also seems like if part of you was coming out in there in terms of overcoming that self-doubt, because I, I find that a lot of times we, at least for me, I know I've, I've suffered with what you would call the imposter system syndrome um as a writer as a photographer you know sometimes you get inside of your head where you're talking you you end up comparing yourself to other people for whatever reason um and it's good to know that you can overcome this self-doubt and keep moving forward to to accomplish something that you really want to do yes yes and then it's just we're so used to like the the social norms, like the normal day-to-day life, like, you know, you go to work and you go home and we never think about the that we have limitless possibilities. There's so many things we can do once we put our minds to it. And when I had that moment, I was like, I need to, I need to act on this. I don't just need to serve my country. I can serve my country. I can be an author. I can also serve my country and serve myself in a sense, you know, I can, you know, still inspire people, still make a positive impact in a way outside of the norm. And when I started looking at life like that, I was like, man, I know, 
these are, I wrote down so many things I wanted to do. And I was like, I'm going to get this done. I don't know how, and I don't know how long it's going to take. And I don't know what steps I'm going to do, but just like starting the book, I didn't know. I didn't know none of this, this, none of this process. I was just like, I want to write something. I want to impact. And I just started researching and doing the steps and I didn't quit on myself. And even though it did take a year because of my self-doubt, I didn't like let it take four or five years, you know? So I just kept pushing and kept going. And I want other writers to to do the same, especially if you have a moment, if you got writer's block, I don't know if, if writers love to dance, but I love to dance. And I feel like if you just dance a little bit, get that little shake <laughs> and get back to writing and just don't quit. That's the main thing I can say. Don't quit. I, I love that advice that you're giving. Um, I, I really think that that's fantastic because each of us, I believe, has our own vision, has our own purpose that we've been destined to be. You said that yours came to you in a dream to write this book. And even for myself, I've had so many different things come into my mind um, about different things that I want to do, want to try. And I think it's to understand that there's no limit on us. The only limit on us is the limit we put on ourselves in, in terms of not believing that we can. And sometimes even our support network, when they don't believe that we can. And I, I, I tell people, your vision was given to you, not to anybody else. It was given to you. And it's, it's to keep going forward with it. I mean, some of us might be able to get it done within a year. Some of us, it might take four to five years. Some of us, it might take even longer. Some of us might even take less time. Some people might put out their book in 30 days. But I think the, the whole premise behind it is if it, it might not be a book, it might be, it might be a screenplay, it might be a film, it might be whatever it is, is to keep moving forward with it and continue to believe that you can. And I think it's real important. Lauriane, you mentioned YouTube University. We don't have to know how to get it done. <laughs> we can just go and bring it up on YouTube. And I think that's great that you mentioned that. You know, YouTube University is a thing. You can go on YouTube and get answers to, to practically anything. Yes, yes, you can, man. It's just, it's crazy. And always think, too, like, there's somebody that wants to hear your message. So every time... I got stuck. I was like, man, there's somebody that needs to hear this message. Maybe, maybe it's uh, it could be a million people that actually need to hear it, but all you need is one, you know? Correct. So one, peop- one person needs to hear whatever message that you want to write and express, whatever it is. One person just needs to hear it, and you can change their life in a way unimaginable. You know, um, one lady, she was a, she's a mental health therapist, and she read my book, and my book is for young people, you know, but they have adults reading it. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. And it's a very short read, too. So people love to, like, take their time to read it. And she's a mental health um, therapist. And she was like, wow, this will really help my patients um, who are struggling dealing with mental health. And I was like, I never thought it would go that far, you know? Like, I just wanted to, you know, inspire some kids, motivate them, get them to think outside the box a little bit. And if they're feeling down use those affirmations to uplift them, but I never knew uh, mental health, you know, I can actually help people in the mental health space. So you never know what your voice can do to help others. That's why when you're in doubt, uh, stand out and just, just do what you have to do to get your message out. I love that. I love that. When in doubt, stand out and do what you have to do to get your message out. Is that correct? <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Um, so tell me something. How are you going about um, marketing your book right about now? All right, so marketing my book, this is another one. Like, you don't know, right? You got to go on YouTube. You got to figure things out. So <laughs> the first thing that I did to actually push my book out is I reached out to over 75 people. And I just told them, you know, I have a you know a little sample you can read. And if you would enjoy purchasing, definitely do that. But I really just want to read and get your feedback. So that was one way I did it. Um, social platforms was the big thing. I went on all my social platforms and talked about it there. And now I'm in the midst of doing indie stores. So getting my book um, in the indie stores around the world. So that's just going to be me calling a bunch of people and telling them, look, I have an amazing book and I want it in your store. And, um, just figuring out the process there. Um, I know it's normally like, I want to say they do a certain percentage that they do. And then I have a platform for wholesaling. It's called Ingram Sparks. So that way they won't just go on Amazon. They, they, they don't like Amazon too much when it comes to indie stores. So they'll go Ingram Spark, they'll order it, and then they'll have it in their stores. Um, next year, I have some public speaking that I'm going to be doing at, um, I believe it's Barnes & Nobles. They have the little segments here and there. And then I want to go to schools. Um, I want to start off with the military school. Um, since I'm on the military base, we have a school for the military kids. So I want to start there first. So it's really going to be out, going out speaking, podcasts, things, <laughs> social media. And um, I'm also thinking about doing some paid advertisement as well. Fantastic. And I, I love your drive and your passion behind it because, you know, you're mentioning every step of the way there were parts that you didn't know and you didn't quit. You know, you, you just kept going going to YouTube, you kept reaching out to people. And I think that that is one of the, the most inspiring things there because a lot of the times we, we might finish the book or we might finish the movie or we might finish the screenplay or whatever, and then we leave it there. And we have to realize we can't just leave it there. That, that doesn't mean it's complete. The voice still now has to get out there too. It might be hundreds, it might be thousands, it might be billions, you know, but we have to get it out there now to others and I love I love the way that you're you're doing that stepwise process in terms of even if you're cold calling you know and 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 emailing and I think that that is that is really fantastic you're being an inspiration to me as well because like I said I would have written my first book um and I would have done that back in 2019 um I had a lot of up and down stuff happen between there, um, between 2020 and 2021. Uh, but, you know, hearing you and hearing your passion for it is really inspiring me to get back out there and get back on the, the marketing and everything like that as well. So I think that's really good. And that you're starting with, um, you're starting with your circle, your inner circle, who you have right there at the military school, and also understanding that adults may just well pick up that book and start reading it as well too. And you know, nothing wrong with that. Yes. So where would you say you draw your your inspiration? I know your sister was the inspiration behind this book, but what inspires you? Because I'm I'm feeling a really positive vibe and a lot of joy and 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 positivity coming from you. What is your real inspiration behind everything? My real inspiration is I think 
like my time, man. Like, and then just looking at other people like me succeed. Like, I've I've listened to so much personal development. I'm big on personal development, and they're always about you know this positive inner energy that you have and the willpower to do things unimaginable. And they they talk about this all the time, and it just it inspires me because I'm like, oh my God, if they can do it, then I, you know I know I can do it. I know there's something great in me. I know I'm here for a reason, and I feel like my reason is actually to serve people. To believe it or not. So whatever way I can serve people, um, I feel like I get the most joy, like seeing someone grow, maybe because it's something I said, it's something I showed them, whatever the case may be, that's where my inner joy is. So doing this, like even though my sister motivated me with, you know, by her pet, with things that happen, um, I think the real inner core is the impact that I know I can have on other people in a positive way because that's so much you can have impact but it's not always positive you know especially during this time during COVID so my having a positive impact on another person's life and changing it for the better I think is what really pushes me and inspires me and um the podcast, they help me a lot. Um, listening to Eric Thomas or Tony Robbins, they're like Tony Robbins is like a life coach. So listening to them and seeing how they transcend to me, I'm like, oh my God, like I can do this for other people too. So I think that's where the inspiration comes. The inspiration comes from like helping people. Um, so I'm hoping that this will not be your only book. I'm, I'm expecting there to be other books coming after Sandra the Manifest Queen. Yes, like I I said I wanted to do a a, a financial one, so I think it's coming. <laughs> it's definitely going to come. I want to see just how far Sandra can go and and I want to continue to figure out creative ways to push impact on people. So definitely I definitely want to do another book and hopefully we'll see me again on your podcast. <laughs> for sure, for sure. <laughs> okay, so t- okay, so you can get the Sandra, the Manifest Queen from Amazon. Um, then tell me, how can persons reach out to you? Tell me how they can get in contact with you if they wanted to ask you questions or just have a chat or something. Yes, look, whatever questions any new writer has or anybody has, feel free to hit me up. You can find me on Instagram. It's Larian Unique. And I'm also on Facebook. You can just put Larian um, Davis and it should pop up. Great. So you heard it and you know to check out her book, Sandra, the Manifest Queen. It is available on Amazon and you can expect to hear a lot more from her in the future. And remember, if you want to reach out to me, I am Karina Darnell on Facebook. You can also find me on Instagram, Karina Darnell. You can check out my website, www.karinadarnell.com. And you can also find Balancing the Hats on Facebook and Instagram. And you know, I always tell you, if you love the show and you've been enjoying it, be sure to tell your friends, subscribe so you never miss an episode. You know where I'm going to be on every Thursday. And next week, you're going to have balancing when you've lost it all. So you don't want to miss that. So be sure, tune in, tell your friends and show me some love. Okay. Until next time.